0: enjoyed Resurgence, didn't we? We did. NJPW Strong getting a nice pay-per-view that you can watch because you've got NJPW World. Yes! I did enjoy it. That Will Osprey's a bit naughty and he's a naughty boy. Yes, it was very good for Strong, wasn't it? It was. And they only really got the people who weren't in Strong when they needed a headliner, didn't they? Enough of that. Well, that's the case. Alright, shut up. So this is NJPW Strong after Resurgence, which is in the books. Yes, it is. And actually, this was a great episode once again. First of all, though, bit of an issue, because you've got Alex Coglan. No issue with that, apart from the issue with NJPW sort of burying him, because the angle you've got is he calls people out that he can't beat them. Or rather, it's an open challenge. They give it in people. Um, his, his magnum tash bristles at the thought, and then he loses. On a losing street now, and, and now he's got Matt Morris. Now, Matt Morris was um the old Aiden English in uh, WWE, wasn't he? Yes, he was. And he's that kind of thing I, doing, yeah, I always think. And um, he also was on the commentary team for Resurgence. He was Matt ru 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 Ru-Holt? Ru-Holt? Ru- 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 holt Anyway, that's probably his real name. And now he's Matt Morris. Resurgence was just a week ago. Do you not think we remember? No. No, obviously not. He's now called the drama king, only he can't really play it. He's got he's got standard classical music. It's it's a piece you'll recognize and it it's not like Carmen Noir, you know, where he really can um connect with the drama. He, he, he just sort of comes out in a long coat and um gives us a, a bow. That's it. Koslov calls him creamy like a lemon meringue pie. That's lovely because he hasn't got much of a tan. And um, it's all right, really. Coglin does most of the work here. Great, great catch and release suplex. Lovely head crank from a headlock. Morris um, comes back with a centaur off the top, which is pretty good. And he's got on his chest Coglin's handprint from a slap. That is just lovely. Coglin also hits a lovely fall away bridging suplex for a long two. That's great. Morris then hits a drop kick. Thinks he's won. Are you calling a drop kick your finisher? Well, you might be because actually your finisher is just a kind of flapjack smack onto the mat. Just pushes it into the mat. That's the winner. He didn't deserve to win, Morris. And I understand why he is. And why he has. And why they will want him to. But Coglin put a lot more work in. Looked better. And is the better option. (sighs) Never mind, Aiden. You didn't show me much, but maybe you will next week. Okay. Rossa and Yehai and Daniel Garcia (laughs) debuting. Versus Narita, Connors and TJP. Now, early on there's a nice TJP octopus. And Connors takes quite a lot of uh, abuse and damage early on. Now, Narita and uh, Rossa have been staring at each other, smiling and laughing and getting on each other's nerves for quite some time. You get right on my nerves. You do as well, Fred. You know, it's not just me with your no days off thing. And they actually get to fight. Now, Lurita shows a bit of edge. He tries to brutalise Rossa, which is good. Constant stomp's in the corner. Rossa fires back, though, and fights back, culminating in a leg drop on Connors, which is a good one, actually. Then Ye in. He's got a fast and a a dirty offence, really. It's lovely. That stocky build really works for him. And of course, Collins hits his enormous spear on Yehai. Yehai afterwards is favouring his right arm, and they don't mention it. Kevin Kelly doesn't mention it, so I presume this is a genuine injury. But TJP hits a lovely tornado DDT, or a swinging DDT, if you want to call it that, which Kevin Kelly does. And then everything is just ratcheting up. Um, in Narita and Garcia, Trade near falls, but Narita just carries on. When Garcia takes a not a break, but a pause, Narita carries on and wins with a bridge to push the shoulders down. It's a great match. And Narita fixes Rossa with the with the stare afterwards. But this is the match of the night, and it's the main event, so it should be. It's the West Coast Wrecking Crew. That's Isaacs and Jerome Nelson. Versus Brodie King and Chris Dickinson. Violence Unlimited, of course, Dickinson and Homicide have the Tag Team Championships in ROH. It's just great in that the wrecking crew shows so much here. Early on, Dickinson hits a massive chop to Nelson and then he catches the leg, drops down, hyper-extending that knee. It's beautiful. Then they continue to double-team so well, getting in and out within the five. Really nicely done. King is so frustrated, but really... They're working so well there. Finally, King gets in. And at one point, he picks Nelson up on his shoulders in the fireman's carry and a running Death Valley driver right into Isaacs. That is a move and a half. He just then thinks, ah, oh, it's a Boston crab. But it's not an ordinary Boston crab, is it? When Brody King's sitting down on you, on your cock six. Sitting right on your cock six there, that's gonna hurt, isn't it? Then Dickinson comes in to give a brain buster. To Isaac's and Isaac's after it, which is lovely, just stays folded up with his head right on the mat. That is beautiful. J.R. Kratos is here, of course, because the West Coast Wrecking Crew last week joined Team Filthy. So he suddenly deals with Brody King on the outside, and that leaves the West Coast Wrecking Crew to deal with Dickinson. Nice elbow off the top, very macho man, Randy Cabbage, and that's the pin, great match, fast, furious, great moves, really good tag team wrestling, the kind of thing that NJPW can do week after week and do. There'll come a time, you know, when there'll be a pay-per-view and strong wrestlers, rather than main roster wrestlers, can headline. At the moment, that's not happening, but when you look at this programme, it really, really should. Ciao ciao!